I don't get why the cross is a good thing. Why is it a good thing if God became man and he was killed on the cross? This was a question posed to me when I was in seminary. I was assigned to teach a fifth grade catechism class once a week at a nearby parish. And so the question was asked by an 11-year-old girl. Really, it was a profound question, one that cuts to the heart of why we are gathered here on this Friday we call good. Truth be told, to understand why the cross is a good thing, why this Friday is called good, we need to understand why we need a savior in the first place. The human race was in dire straits. We faced an insurmountable problem. And our insurmountable problem started with the wood of a tree. In the book of Genesis, we learn the names of two trees in paradise. One is the tree of life, which bore fruit leading to eternal life. And the other is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which had fruit pleasing to the eye, but which God forbid our first parents, Adam and Eve, to eat, lest they die. God created us for a supernatural end goal, for a purpose beyond our nature. And that supernatural end goal was to essentially be his friends, to intimately know and love God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And since our end goal was supernatural, it was above our nature, he bestowed upon our first parents an incredible gift, sanctifying grace, which is a share in God's own nature. And it thus enabled Adam and Eve to truly be the friends of God. Yet, Adam and Eve still had to pass the test, so to speak, uh, a test that they failed. Tempted by Satan, the ancient serpent, the deceitful enemy of mankind, Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit of the tree of knowledge of uh, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And as a result, all the children of Adam, all of humanity down through the age, has suffered the consequences of original sin. Since that failed test in the garden, sin, death, and suffering have become an all-too-familiar part of the world. Adam and Eve were stripped of sanctifying grace, a gift they had forfeited for the whole human race. And their children, all of us, not only wouldn't be born with this sanctifying grace, but would be born with the stain of original sin, meaning we are born in a state of enmity with God. We are born into a state of being an enemy of God. This was the terrible, insurmountable problem when Adam and Eve fell. A great chasm now existed between us and God, a chasm that we couldn't hope to cross by our own efforts alone. For the gift of sanctifying grace, which made it possible for us to be the friends of God, was lost. We were a people stranded on a desert island, so to speak, incapable of rescuing ourselves from our dire situation. And we get a hint of our impossible, dire situation at the end of the third chapter of Genesis, after the fall of Adam and Eve. There is something of a cryptic verse in which God sent an angel with a fiery sword to guard the tree of life. Remember I said there were two trees in the Garden of Eden, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which Adam and Eve were forbidden to eat from, and the tree of life. God sends an angel to guard the tree of life, lest man eat of it and live forever, and the gates of paradise are closed. Perhaps it is a way of saying that salvation, that eternal life, is a fruit that we can't reach on our own. That this gift promised to our first parents because of their fall is now beyond our reach. The one glimmer of hope in this mess is that God does not abandon us. And in the immediate aftermath of the fall, God promised that sin, death, 
and uh, that sin and death, evil and wickedness would not have the last word, for he promised a redeemer who would crush Satan, our ancient enemy. Jesus Christ is that long-promised redeemer who has come who, who has come to crush Satan and to redeem us. But here is the great mystery. Our insurmountable problem, our dire straits started with wood, with the wood of a tree. And so too it is through wood, through the wood of the cross, that God willed for his Son to redeem us. And today on this Friday we call good, we venerate his cross. We behold the wood of the cross, on which hung the salvation of the world. For it was on the wood of the cross that our Lord atoned for our sins and won the grace that makes us not just God's friends, but his adopted sons and daughters. It was on the cross that the gates of paradise, once closed and guarded by an angel with the fiery sword, are open. The cross, for ages the symbol of violence, fear, and disgrace, is transformed by Christ into a symbol of victory. Jesus transforms the instrument of torture into an, in, into an instrument of salvation and everlasting hope. And down through the ages, the church has always seen the cross of Christ as a replanting of the tree of life. From this new tree of life comes the fruit that gives sanctifying grace, eternal life to the world. In our gospel tonight, we read that one of the soldiers thrust his lance into Christ's side and immediately blood and water flowed out. The water and blood which flowed from Christ's pierced side symbolized the sacraments of baptism in the Eucharist, the fruit of the new tree of life. The cleansing waters of baptism washed the stain of original sin away, giving us a rebirth of water in the Spirit, which make not only his friends, but his, uh, make us not only his friends, but his adopted sons and daughters as well. The Holy Eucharist, represented in our gospel by the blood which poured forth from Christ's pierced side, preserves and strengthens our union with Christ. Just as good food keeps our body healthy, so when we fervently and devoutly receive the Eucharist, our soul is kept healthy, our spiritual life is strengthened. So why is the cross a good thing? Because it is the new tree of life by which we are saved and set free. Yet even this truth doesn't get to the bottom, uh, doesn't exhaust the answer to the question, why is the cross a good thing? For there is a deeper reality still, uh, that is laid bare by our Savior's cross. And that is this, he didn't have to do it. God is God, and if he had so willed, he could have simply forgiven us, remitting the offense of sin without exacting any satisfaction or atonement. Yet still the Father sent his eternal only begotten Son to become a man like us in all things but sin, to die on the cross so that we might have eternal life. Why? St. Thomas Aquinas said it best, because the cross shows us precisely how much God loves us. That God chose the cross so that we might know with absolute certitude that he loves us. He chose to willingly embrace an instrument of torture designed to maximize suffering so that no doubt remains God loves us more than we can imagine and thus we might be inspired to love him in return. Perhaps the second reason why God chose the cross above any other possible means of our redemption is this. Christ on the cross not only wins our redemption but in embracing the worst kind of suffering he transforms suffering. No longer is suffering a source of drudgery or despair, but it's something that can mysteriously, paradoxically, bring us closer to God, something that can bring us closer to the highest good of our salvation. For when we embrace our suffering out of a trustful surrender to God, 
then all our suffering, be it great or small, tragic or mundane, becomes a way for God to mold us into the saints he created us to be. So why is the cross a good thing? Why do we call this Friday good? Because out of love for me and you, Jesus Christ suffered and died, and in the process he brought about the greatest good that ever was, our redemption, our salvation. He crossed the uncrossable chasm that existed after the fall of our first parents. By his cross he planted the new tree of life and gave us the Eucharist, the bread which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. By his cross he shows us that he loves us more than we can possibly fathom. And by his cross he shows us that suffering no longer has to be a cause for despair, but instead a cause for bringing us closer to our greatest good, our final end, heaven. That is why this Friday is good.